Hello and welcome to Rise of the Data Cloud. Today's episode features an interview with Didier Letien, Vice President of App Development at US Foods. DDA has nearly 20 years of experience strategizing and executing digital and big data transformations. On this episode, DDA talks about integrating data into U.S. Foods' business process and innovation strategy, COVID-19's impact on the restaurant industry, the new technology landscape the cloud provides, and much more. So please enjoy this conversation between DDA Letien and your host, Steve Ham. Nice to meet you, Didier. Likewise. I think a lot of our listeners probably aren't familiar with U.S. Foods and what it does. Can you start off by describing the company and its business? Uh, Sure, absolutely. Well, U.S. Foods is a national food distributor. We partner with approximately 300,000 restaurants and food service operators across the country to help their businesses uh, succeed. You know, we are mostly known by our U.S. foods trucks that you can see all across the countries delivering food and supplies to restaurants. We have about 28,000 employees and about 70 locations, and we uh, provide the customers with a broad and innovative food offering and a comprehensive suite of e-commerce technology and business solutions. So that's who we are. Yeah. And this is all across North America, Canada, U.S., or even broader? It's just the U.S. Just the U.S. Oh, okay. So I've, I've looked a little bit at your bio, and it's, it's very interesting. You straddle the worlds of technology and business leadership. I see you have a PhD in computer science. You have an MBA. You have experience at management consultancies and then eight years at U.S. Foods. And you're overseeing IT, digital transformation, and innovation. So that's kind of how your, your resume defines you. How do you define yourself? And, and what role do you play in the digital transformation and the innovation? At U.S. Foods? Yeah, you know what? I would say that uh, I'm more defining myself as a technology enthusiast. I have to say, really like, you know, you know, to see how technology is making a difference, uh, both from a business and, you know, day-to-day perspective. It's really amazing, frankly, uh, to see what uh, we have been able to do uh, with what technology has to offer. So this is really my passion. And, you know, at U.S. Foods, you know, I'm, I'm really, you know, my role is really around collaborating uh, with uh, many stakeholders to really identify how we can actually leverage technology in a better way, you know, frankly, to enable our customers, uh, partners and associates to be successful. So uh, this is a, a great time, I think, to be in technology. I know that digital transformation is one of the things you're focusing on. That suggests something really kind of an integration of the technology and the business process in the business and and really kind of a a journey that you're going on. If you could describe what the journey is that U.S. Foods is going on and your role in it, I think that would be really interesting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I think, you know, as as I stated, I think uh, technology is absolutely bringing a set of capabilities that is pushing many businesses to rethink the way they operate and, you know, kind of force them to be creative in a way to better serve their customers. And I have to say, U.S. food is no different from many of those companies. I I think my role, you know, is, is really around kind of understanding what, you know, U.S. food's business is trying to do and where we're heading and, and see how technology can really help them either 
deliverance visions or you know help them identify future opportunities for for various partners and, and businesses so that's that's really you know how i see myself yeah yeah now before the covid crisis if you could kind of describe pretend that hadn't happened what direction was your company going in terms of a technology strategy and specifically a cloud strategy so i would say that prior to covid i mean we were absolutely on track to adopt to increasingly adopt cloud technologies I mean, I have to say that, you know, COVID has not changed the strategy, if anything. So I think that cloud is becoming an increasing uh, part of our portfolio because it allows us to really find ways to deliver value faster and cheaper for our organization. So it's definitely still a very important part of enabling innovation for us. And, and what's the structure at U.S. Foods in terms of the CIO's office? I mean, are do you are you kind of a central kind of you know rule maker and guideline maker and standards maker, or or do you actually have a lot of operational influence or control out in the uh, the different parts of the business? I think that IT is is really positioned as a as a true partner within the. You know the U.S. food organizations. I think you know the way we're organized is is basically through an area that is actually business focused, right? To make sure that we are, you know, really engaged with our business partners, uh, regardless of the, you know, functions actually, to ensure that to understand their uh, you know needs and and really engage with them on what technology can do, and then there's a there's a, a set of functions uh, dedicated to features and operational delivery and I'm actually leading one of them okay which one are you leading I'm uh, leading the application team application development team I'm actually working you know to cover uh, a number of functions ranging from you know the strategy and innovation functions you know what we call architecture down to analytics as well as application development and uh, application engineering as well so what are the what what are the newest applications you're developing? What are the most pioneering and and potentially powerful things you're working on? Well, you know, we, there's a there's a number of, you know, of them in the work, but I think the the most known is absolutely our e-commerce platform. You no, know, that is actually a fairly one of our trademark in the industry, but we we do a lot in the e-commerce and and mobile space as well as, you know, in other areas around, you know, big data and and so on and so forth. Yeah. So when you talk about e-commerce, you're talking about your main distribution to your customers is through an e-commerce platform. Yeah, yes, absolutely. You know, U.S. Foods is, is definitely one of the leader in commerce uh, in the industry. So when you say it's a leader in the industry, what does it do differently or 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 before the competitors? I think, you know, U.S. Foods has a long history of e-commerce. I would say it's been an early adopter, you know, of, of e-commerce. And, you know, it's it's just, you know, keeping the pace of innovations, you know, adding features, you know, to better serve our, our customers on a regular basis. And I think that's what is actually make us a leader. Yeah, yeah. And is there a role for cloud data analytics in, e- in your e-commerce platform? 
Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like uh, many e-commerce, you know, providers, we uh, we do spend a lot of time, you know, capturing data to uh, to understand, you know, our customers' needs and find better way to address them. All right. Now, earlier we both mentioned the COVID crisis, and as we speak, the world is in the middle of this incredible thing, this incredible crisis, and it's both a healthcare crisis and it's an economic crisis and it's a business crisis for for many businesses. And restaurants, your customers, have been hit particularly hard. How is the situation affecting them and also affecting you? Well, I would say that, you know, the mandated closures, you know, have certainly impacted our customers. And, you know, this has had an impact to our business since a pandemic hit. I would say that, you know, many of our customers remain closed. We have seen some adapting and pivoting their operations to take care of delivery, which, you know, we can see every day. And, you know, throughout that crisis, you know, we're also being very focused on making sure that our associates and customers are getting the help they need to navigate through, you know, this you know, truly new landscape. Right? And so it has certainly changed a little bit the way we have you know, operated so far, but I think that uh, we're adjusting. Yeah. So you're, you're, a lot of your customers are basically shut down. Others are doing takeout. Is there anything that that shift has, how, how is the shift from, from doing a regular, a regular restaurant business to doing primarily takeout? How has that affected your business and how has that affected your technology? Well, I think that uh, I would say that from a business perspective, obviously, um, go, doing takeout is very different in some cases than, you know, doing dining, I would say. So, you know, you know, it's true that customers may order, you know, more quantities of some items and less quantities of, of others, right? I think that from a technology perspective, you know, our, our focus has been really on 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 making sure that, you know, we're facilitating the interaction with our customers. And, and certainly we have, I think, pivoted a number of our technologies to make sure that uh, we're doing everything we can do to help them, right? Uh, that actually can branch from, for example, uh, creating uh, a website for them. I mean, actually, we have an initiative called Make It Now. And, and, and you know, by, by doing so, we're really doing as much as we can to make sure that uh, we're helping operators support their employees and, and adapt their business, right, to, to pivot to those new, and, you know, and we're doing so not only by providing, you know, web content, of course, but, you know, through webinars and, and using, you know, different tools. So that's, that's really how we have actually started leveraging technology in addition to what we had. And, uh, you, know, on, you know, we're also working, you know, with our various operators, Less on the technology side, but more on the on the process to 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 find ways to for for them to operate in uh, in this environment. Yeah, yeah. Hey, could you go a little deeper on that Make It Now initiative? What exactly is it? What's the purpose? What's the technology or the data role in it? So I think that this I would say from a data perspective, I would say Make It Now is more from a pure content perspective. And so, you know, as I said, I mean, we're really, you know, focused on providing resources for our operators, right? So, you know, some of the, you know, the content we are making available to them is something like, for example, things like, you know, webinars, right? And 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 really tools to help them understand how their businesses is, can be impacted. And we are basically kind of creating those portfolio solutions 
you know, to, to help them understand, hey, what does it mean to, you know, do social distancing and how, what kind of strategy can we implement uh, in the dining room, right? And what kind of tool uh, can we actually provide to uh, support, you know, the change in your operations, you know, moving forward. And so, you know, all, you know, making sure that we, we, we spend time helping our, you know, our customers understand how to address those challenges is, is the type of things we're, we're doing. You know, we we also provide tools, uh, you know, for example, to calculate cash flows and uh, help on operationalizing or improving the operations around, you know, takeout and delivery. So that's that's the type of things we're we're doing. Now, you've talked about data analytics being an important part of your company's digital transformation and and innovation strategy. Are you doing anything special with data analytics in response to this crisis? Yeah, I would say I would say it's a mostly continuations of what we've been doing for some times around analytics. You know, it's 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 you know at the end of the day, it's really I think from a tooling perspective, we that hasn't changed much, right? I mean, we we are constantly you know uh, leveraging the various capabilities we have, but we're you know maybe looking at data in different ways, right? To to find a different type of insight, and you know that's more related to the fact that maybe. You know, some some of the needs have shifted, you know, compared to what we, we used to be in the past. Mm-hmm. You, you mentioned a different kind of insight. Could you just drill down on that a little bit? What, what do you mean exactly? Well, you know, one of the insights would be, for example, if uh, from, from an operator perspective, is that the operator is actually focused on, on dining, right? Has a strong and not necessarily on takeout. Analytics uh, could be around making sure that we provide insight on how the operator could actually do a better job or improve its operation on, on takeout. Um, uh, you know, that would be also helping that person identify the type of product he or she may need to better suit the, the new model, right? So that would be the type of analytics we would leverage. Mm-hmm. So you're looking for things, the, the, the kinds of food that people will want to take out and that will be appropriate for that kind of delivery system. It could be very different than you know, the food that they normally have at the sit-down restaurant, I guess. Yeah, that's correct. I mean, in some, in some cases, I mean, you know, the situation has led uh, some some of our customers to really kind of rethink their operations for sure. So we're, we're here to help them through the transition. Yeah, yeah. Hey, do you think that for some of the customers that that when things get stable with COVID that they'll actually kind of stick to a different way of doing business? I mean, is this going to be really transformational in some ways? It could be future will tell. You know, you hear you know in all the news that you know there's some of those some of the COVID impact would be here to stay, and you know I think that our customers won't be you know will be part of that movement. So yeah, so I think on our end we just need to be ready to to help them the best we can. Yeah, I mean it seems like in a way a crisis always makes people think about how they were doing it before and think about well should we be doing things differently. Uh, whether it's a health crisis or economic or weather or or whatever, do you think there'll be any lasting good come out of this? I think you know it's definitely a difficult time, but uh, you know uh, there's always a say that says that each, each time you have a you know a, a difficult time, I mean there's always an opportunity to to do to improve on something, and I, I think that uh, this is a, this is this, we're going through a very difficult situations, but. I think, you know, uh, there will be good lessons learned from from that, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Now, just to go back in history a little bit, I understand that U.S. Foods has been a Snowflake customer for three or four years, 
several years. How are you using the Snowflake technology and how has that evolved over time? You know what? I have to say it's it's you're right. I mean, it's been it's I can't believe it's all it's been four years already, but I have to say it's it's, it's been a great journey, and uh, and I think that uh, Snowflake and US Food had uh, a great partnership throughout the years. You know, you know I have to say you know interestingly enough, I mean, we started with Snowflake uh, very small, right? I mean, we actually brought the technology as a mean to really address a, a specific technical problem, and and as uh, as we we started using uh, the technology. You know, we came to quickly realize that, you know, Snowflake was uh, bringing a number of, of capabilities that were definitely, you know, kind of helping accelerate some of the, the initial strategy we had in mind when we, we started to, to journey around analytics and big data. And so I think that, you know, as, as we got to, to, to know and use the technology, we have, you know, increasingly relied on, on some of those core capabilities to, to support our needs. I would say that today, you know, Snowflake is is definitely integral an, integra- an integral part of our technology ecosystem, and we are using it to uh, frankly support a very wide vari- variety of, of activities. You know, and you know that's which are ranging from reporting, advanced analytics, and you know we're even using it in in some applications. So overall, I think that uh, yeah, Snowflake has has grown quite a bit uh, in uh, in a portfolio because of the value it has provided to us. Yeah, yeah. Hey, go back to the beginning though for a second here. Could you describe what that first use case was? When we started the journey four years ago, we were, you know, we had a, a very traditional, you know, technology stack when we when we think about reporting, right? And so we were running into an, situations where we would try to do to do a report, but the report. Um, the user experience was not that great because, uh, the, you know, we, we struggled a little bit to kind of gather or gather the data in a timely fashion. And so that's what led us to really take a look at Snowflake. Uh, you know, when Snowflake came to us and, and kind of advertised their performance, we were, we were you know, puzzled but, but intrigued. And, and that's what uh, led to, to begin the, to start the relationship. So initially it was really a data integration issue. It was actually, uh, yeah, it was, a, I would say, a reporting issue. Mm. It, was, it was mostly, you know, kind of finding a way to, to better serve our customers or end users in that case to provide them with a, the best reporting experience indeed. Could you describe it a little bit more? I mean, I think in generalities, I'm getting the idea, but I, I, sometimes we, we really want to get down to the, the details of something to say, well, what was the problem and how did this solve it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in, in that specific case, I mean, the problem was that we weren't able to um, deliver a report in a timely fashion because the quantity of data was so difficult to manage using the what I would call the traditional platform. And we brought in Snowflake to to address that issue. Yeah. Now you said you since then you've it's expanded, you know, all sorts of places within the company and the uh, different applications you have. Could you perhaps describe one of the more up-to-date, one of the one of your latest innovations using Snowflake, in terms of the way Snowflake is being used within the company as it goes along? That's not proprietary. That's not sensitive in that way. You know, there's a technology aspect, but there's also, I think, a process aspect, and I think that uh, the reason why you know Snowflake is working well for us is that it's uh, it fits uh, very well into into the process we have established um, to to accelerate our ability to deliver. 
And so by, you know, and the, the, the change in process is enabling a number of users to, to use the technology in different fashions, right? I mean, that can range from direct access to the data down to the ability to report or even the ability to pull the data in a, in a timely fashion, you know, usually large quantity of data in timely fashion, in timely fashion to, to run some analysis, right? So it's definitely what uh, Snowflake uh, does for us. So what new capabilities does Snowflake Cloud Data Platform provide for U.S. foods? The kind of capabilities it didn't have before or it couldn't do as well before? I think, you know, there's actually a number of them that comes to mind, you know, and, and some of them are, are not you per se, but I, I think that to your point, uh, what Snowflake has done for us is that it has made it has made it easier for us to, to perform some of those uh, critical, you know, functions, I would say. So, for example, right, it's, it's not too new, but I mean, one of the you know, features that we're using that we like a lot is, is the notion of, of time travel, mm. right? Uh, which is basically the ability to go back in time to recover data and, and tables. And that has been very handy because, you know, as we, you know, kind of provide a way for users to get closer to the data, well, things happen, right? And so being able to recover uh, that infrastructure very quickly is, is absolutely very key. And, and that's absolutely been a, a, a time saver for for us, but other you know things that we really like in some of those of those uh, of the new features are are things like the multi-cluster warehouse, right, and uh, the fact that they are providing materialized views. Those are actually features that actually make help our customers, you know, being pr- more productive, right, and and kind of access the data in a in a faster fashion. And, and we love the flexibility and the scalability offered by, you know, things like the multi-cluster. So really being able to have that flexibility, I think, is, is really what, uh, what Snowflake uh, does the best for us. Yeah. Now, when you're talking about customers here, you're talking, in this case, about your internal customers, about about the data analysts and, and database administrators and people like that, correct? That is correct, yes. That would be our end users, probably a better term than customers, for sure. Before this conversation started... When you think uh, when you think back on what were the big issues in your professional life over the last you know couple of weeks, is there something that really is of great concern and interest to you that that data and data analytics can address or help solve? I think that you know with with this situation, there's a lot of unknown, right? You know whether you know we understand uh, you know what COVID nineteen is all about and. You know, as we're trying to validate whether or not some of the things we're doing are, uh, you know, are effective to to help either people being more healthy or, you know, in our case, our customers and and employees to be safer and more successful. I think I think data is is absolutely going to play a, a very critical role in making sure that we 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 take a, a you know a more pragmatic approach, understanding the facts to take the right, you know, decisions, to make the right decision in the future, right? And I think that uh, U.S. food uh, is, is no different from what we're, you know, looking at, what we're experiencing, what other companies are experiencing in the sense that, you know, definitely looking at, uh, maybe we're definitely looking at the data sometimes in the same way, but, you know, more, more importantly, we're also looking at ways, maybe at, at data under a different angle to really understand how we can do a better job. So... So that's that's what data is going to do for us. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting you mentioned the fact that so much is unknown these days. 
And, you know, a lot of data analytics that has to do with, with machine learning and modeling is based on a lot of learning of, of what happened in the past. And suddenly you have a break like this and the world has changed. And a lot of those old models really don't work anymore. So do you have to kind of crank up new machine learning and stuff like that really quickly to, to, to make sense of the world and to know how to respond to it? Is, is it kind of in some ways even more critical than before? Oh, no, absolutely. I think that, as you stated very rightly so, I think that many of the models that everybody uh, has been using in the past are, you know, are definitely broken, right? And so, you know, definitely trying to understand, you know, how to, what criteria are now getting and influencing the various model you're using is, is definitely one of the key challenges we have, you know, moving forward. Is there anything, DA, that you've thought of that you'd like to, you know, any new area like you'd like to kind of explore or, or is there anything that is important to you that we didn't discuss that might be worth discussing? No, I have to say, you know, I, I'll tell you this. I mean, there's a, when it comes to data, there's a lot we can do. And and so, you know, you know how that goes, right? Uh, data is, is almost like uh, the new strategic weapon for many of the organizations. So I, I have to say, you know, many exciting things are happening uh, you know, when you look into news, but it, it's true that it's very hard to talk at the, to discuss at the in, you know at the company level until those uh, some of those uh, findings are becoming uh, mainstream, if I may say. You know, interestingly enough, I mean, with data, you, you tend to know you know once things. Uh, it takes some time for it takes some time for for people to realize what has been done until you see the outcome. But uh, by that time, it's you know by that time those findings are being are made public. Unfortunately, the the concepts are are no longer new. <laughs> so well, that's a little bit of the irony of data. So if I understand you correctly, you're talking about the fact that a person like you who's down in the, in the weeds of data every day and, and trying out the latest technologies, you're seeing the role that it plays in making businesses respond better or perform better. But it's really hard. There's, there's a disconnect between what you see and what you do and you know maybe your customers or maybe people in general understand about how, in, how important data is for, you know, society and business and the economy? I, I would rather say that definitely a lot of things are happening in many companies, but often uh, what has been done is is visible, you know, long after the facts mm. because of the fact that, you know, novel, novel concepts and principles are being implemented, uh, you know, uh, and tested, and, you know, they appear once, you know, if they are successful, and and that's that's really what is happening today in, in many organizations. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. You know, a few years ago, I used to I worked for IBM for a few years, and there were a few projects where I interviewed a lot of CIOs about what was going on. And the focus at IBM was very much on data analytics and on cognitive computing and on AI. And uh, I would talk to these CIOs, and they were saying, you know, we have a little bit. We you know we have our finger in that. But mainly, we're just trying to make our SAP work and things like that. But I have a sense that today, things have really flipped, that a lot of companies that maybe were conservative in the past really are doing a lot more adventurous things with data analytics and you know, even with machine learning and AI and stuff like that. What, what's your sense of that? Are, are a lot of companies really getting into this deeply? You know, uh, this is a sense, absolutely. And I, and I think that, 
I think the appetite for companies to be more iterative and agile, right, uh, is not new. But I think what has changed is is really the technology landscape, right? The adoptions of you know cloud and the you know emergence of technologies of Snowflake have made it much easier for anyone to go and and test and fail fast, right? And I think that's that's has been a, a key game changer for us, right? The ability to really kind of try, you know, with minimal investment, you know, just to us, you know, to, to and, and and validate hypotheses uh, very quickly has been a game changer. Right? What used to take uh, months sometimes, right, is, is now available to many through cloud capabilities, right? And and so I think that's what has changed since uh, since the emergence of cloud. Yeah. So companies can, they can experiment more. I mean, in the Absolutely. past, they, they had they spent months building a, a system and, and doing all that investment. They wouldn't even know if it was going to work properly until maybe a year later. But now you can just try something out in, in a few minutes and see if it works, right? Absolutely. And, and not only you can do that, but you can absolutely also try various technologies, right? I mean, one of the things that is fascinating in the data landscape is the you know is the fact that you have an emergence of new concept uh, on a regular basis right and the ability we have to really try apply them and you know when needed you know pivot to other concepts you know because of cloud thanks to cloud is, is what has been you know it has been the game changer for for many companies including ours yeah yeah well Didier I want to thank you so much for your time today your stories and your insights about what you do with data and how you do it really has been fascinating. So thanks again for being on. Yeah, thanks for having me. The Data Cloud World Tour is making 21 stops around the globe so you can learn about the latest innovations at Snowflake's Data Cloud at a venue near you. Join your fellow data leaders at one of our full-day events to network with Snowflake customers and technology partners, attend educational breakout sessions, and learn how to drive more value from your data. Find an event near you at www.snowflake.com slash data dash cloud dash world dash tour.